Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. I'm welcoming you here on behalf of Rebecca, and our names just don't matter as much. So let's get on with the show and tell you that tonight we're talking all about the Pokemon DLC and EA games finally coming to the Nintendo Switch. But before we do, let us say thanks that those that keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you. Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fahaber, and Paul Calicote. What's up, dudes? Dudes! What's going on? Hi. How are you? Uh, yeah, just chilling. Doing Can't good? Complain. Can't complain. Very good. Very I'm, good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm good over here. We got lots of news. Pokemon yeah. Presents, Pokemon DLC, all the Pokemons, all the Pokemans. It's a good time it's a good to go. Year to be a, I was just going to say, it's a good year to be a Pokemon fan. Very, mm-hmm. very, very tuned. Um, let's get into what we're doing, like we do each and every week. Let's start with you, Rebecca. What are you up to? I have been playing Pokemon. The DLC has mm-hmm. gotten me back into it a little bit. I played it um, a little bit leading up to um, the DLC just to get back into it. Um, I haven't, I didn't really start diving into the DLC until last night and today. Um and I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit lukewarm about it. Um, I think the um, the story is not that. I mean, I don't know. Donnie, you're giving me a look. I'm not giving you a <laughs> look. Like Something just I, happened to my entire stream. Oh. And I can't. I don't know what happened. The okay. entire thing just went bananas. So should, you, should we you, pause? Nope. You keep talking. Oh, right. Donnie will fix um, it. I feel like so far the DLC has just been fetch quests. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett, have you have you played it at all? I don't. I know you're not. I mean, I'm in <laughs> right where I left off okay. back in February. I so. didn't know if you jumped back into it or not for the DLC. I don't have time. I got Xenoblade in my I mind. I understand. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. Um, okay. <laughs> sounds good. It went. It went. That was nuts. That was crazy. I don't know what happened. My my entire window. I didn't touch anything. My entire window went. Poof, and it was like super big, and I was just gonna reframe it, but I couldn't. I literally couldn't, and so then good. it snapped back into place. So we're good. Sorry, oh, I'm so. playing the Pokemon DLC, Rebecca. Okay, so I feel like so far it's just been maybe it changes because I'm only about I think halfway through it, um, but so far it's just been kind of fetch quests. Um, the highlights for me have definitely been Cub Fu. He's adorable. I love him. Um, the Pokemon following behind you has been like that was a huge surprise. They kind of mm-hmm. hid that from everyone. Uh, you know, they they definitely could have used that. I think as a feature, and people would have gone bananas. It's awesome. It. And let's go, especially when you can um, ride and fly and all that stuff. It was super yeah, I, I just remember everybody was saying like it's impossible for them to make following models for eight hundred Pokemon. It's never going to happen. They can't do it. Well, they did it. Um, I don't even mind that it's restricted just to the um, DLC area. That's fine with me. Um, honestly, for me, like I think that the second half of the DLC is going to be the better part of it. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just. I think the wild area is so much better than the so wild I. area in the first. Um, you know, in the base part of the game. 
it's almost like what the wild area should have been. Have you done uh, the towers already? No, I haven't. Okay, neither. I've only I. I've only gotten up to the point where I get Kubfu and show him around to the yeah. different views. But we're doing the um, same thing, which I think is like kind of like a little. It's meant to help you explore the wild area, mm-hmm. um, and like get acquainted with it. I think. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe my opinion of it will change as I as I go through it more. But I have just been enjoying going through the wild area, finding all the little mm-hmm. diglets. Yep. Um, and seeing all the new quote new Pokemon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been enjoying it, but it's pretty selfish reason i think most people understand when they know it's just got all my favorite pokemon in it and that's really mm-hmm. all that matters all the pokemon that i like to catch and i like to see are there i've seen executor i got cubone i got marowak i'm seeing uh, i caught starmie i caught golduck i caught a ball of wrath i'm so like first gen pokemon i'm like oh my god this is the best thing ever um but that's really all it takes i'm just kind of a mark for what i like so uh well, that's okay um, they've also i think they're adding a lot of quality of life things i heard that um there's like an easier way to um like train your pokemon competitively um there, there's like a that robot thing that you can put items into and it gives you better Cram-o-matic. items Cram-o-matic, yeah um, which i haven't really done a whole lot of stuff with that yet but who cares I'm just, you know, enjoying exploring the wild area and seeing all the old slash new Pokemon and having my Pokemon follow me. The wild area is way better, I think. It seems Why is more, it way better? So it's more open and expansive and varied. So, like, the yeah. first area was, like, a giant field with, like, maybe yeah. a little lake and, a, like, a little dust bowl. But yeah, this kind of has, like, multiple caves and a forest, and you can just go out in the ocean, and there are islands out there that you can find. Oh. And there's a lot of... um. What do you call them? The, the the beams of light, the tunnels that you fight the the raid dens. Yeah, yeah, the dens. That's right. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. They're everywhere, so you can constantly just go around and fight. And that's really all I've been doing, just kind of walking around, fighting, oh. catching the folks. It feels like a more natural wild area. It like does. in the first wild area, it's like you keep walking, and then all of a sudden, there's like a desert out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with this one, it feels a little bit more natural. Like um, the areas are more broken up. I think in a natural mm-hmm. way. It'd be so and much fun right, if like caves. the entire game would kind of play like this somewhat right in I'm between hoping, towns i know i'm hoping that like they're experimenting with this wild area to make mm-hmm. an entire game like this one yep. day maybe yep. next generation like they'll be a little bit more ambitious with okay like this is a route you know this is your route one two three four five yep explore mm-hmm. it you know eventually you'll you'll come across a town exactly i also like pokemon cobra kai I love the dojo and all the people in it. I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious that you just like one up everybody and like he basically shames everyone for not being as good as you. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. He's like, what are you losers doing? What do um, you think of the new characters? I think they're okay. I have Avery and. Uh, oh, okay. I, I have Clara. So I haven't, I've seen Clara. I'm going to say this. I mean, I haven't watched anything yet, but I don't think she's nearly as fun as Avery. Like, Avery's really? pretty crazy. Like, it's, you know, it's a psychic Pokemon, like, balls spin around the hat and everything. And she's always, like, she's lying. <laughs> it's stuff, like, behind everybody's <laughs> back and stuff. Oh, and when she, um, when you beat her or when she leaves, she goes, teleport. And she runs away. And it's very, like, cringy, like, SNL-like Jeezy. type of skit. Yeah, it's super. <laughs> she's like, teleport. And then you see her go. <laughs> and, and, that actually does sound kind of funny. Claire's it makes me laugh. Good a total spoiled brat who like oh that's tries lame. to lie and cheat her way and like she gets pouty when she doesn't get what she wants oh she just lies like uh so you're you're supposed to be taken for the um 
you know, the dojo person that's there. And she's like, you, you beat her. And she's like, nope, there's no dojo. I guess you should go back home now. Clara does that too. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. yeah, They're similar in that regard. That's funny. And uh, so I enjoy Avery quite a bit. That was actually one of the things I was going to say. Um, I thought she was pretty funny. Um, the challenges weren't like too challenging, but also, you know, as you guys know, like I lost my save. So I was paying Jack to, to kind of play for me. Speaking of which, totally pissed me off. I didn't realize this until I started playing the game. He named me one, two, three, four is the name that my trainer is. And I'm like, Jack, what the hell are you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, I was in a rush. I just wanted to finish. I was like, you were in a rush? You didn't pay him enough. My name yeah. has six letters. You chose four. You were in a rush. The, the, the two letters would have been too much. Like, that was your, oh, my God. So my trainer, I'm running around. I was one, two, three, four, like a moron. <sighs> you can't change it either. Like, talk about, like, swerve. He's just got to end the long con on dad. Well, the, did he um, beat the game for you? Mm, I don't because think so. Because you don't actually have to. You only have to get up to the wild area to be able to do the DLC. Correct. And it scales based on how many gym badges you I have. I think when we found that out like a few weeks ago, I think we stopped. That's all I was like, don't yeah. worry about it. Just stop. Um, so I came in with, you know, not my like level 60 Pokemon. I could get him out of the Pokemon home, but I was like, who cares? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, so I've enjoyed the fact that it's you know leveling to me because I'm, I'm i've got like level 25 35 pokemon at the moment yeah which was cool because when i got cubone and, and cub fu now my entire party's changed and now i just have cubone marowak and cub fu and that's really all that matters how that's, do you feel with the difficulty because i still feel like i'm sweeping every battle i did the the, the avery battles were like piece of cake but the okay, pokemon yes, that i wanted to catch like when i saw polygraph and went crazy uh polygraph like wrecked me <laughs> Like, right. I went into battles like level 50. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so there are like there are some random encounters with some of the, I think, more sought after Pokemon okay. that are more leveled up than you. And I imagine I have not I've not done those towers yet, but I imagine those towers are. Yeah, I haven't gotten tough. to that point either. And I've also uh, read that the end game, like when you beat the towers, there's also like a like a challenge mode. So you have to take in, uh, I think it's three Pokemon with limited healing things. And like, you've got, you know, trainers to beat in that regard. So yeah. uh, it's like a was, battle tower. Yeah. It was of. one of the questions we had. Uh, Brendan said, um, a lot, we see a lot of games have different levels of difficulty, though. Some do not like Pokemon. Do you think that there should be difficulty sliders to make the game better for those seeking more of a challenge? So like when, with Pokemon and some Pokemon games, I think most Pokemon games, the end game serves as that where you start mm -hmm. fighting some leveled up trainers. Everybody's got like level 80, 90, 100 Pokemon. And there's like becomes your trainer. And then you've got multiplayer and you've got those. Plus you've got the max, like the den raids and all that stuff. So I think they try their best to do it, but it would be interesting, I guess, to see, you know, like easy Pokemon, medium Pokemon, hard Pokemon. I think probably my, my wish for that would be um like a veterans mode where it turns off the tutorials of like I know how to catch Pokemon. I don't need mm -hmm. it to waste my time with how to catch Pokemon. I also would like a like fire emblem mode where I could turn off like maybe certain moves or duplicates of moves or something and speed up the battles too. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind that either because like in Fire Emblem, usually the first chapter or two I watch all the animations and then usually like mm -hmm. chapter four or five I just turn them all off. I'm like okay I've seen them all. You're right, and let's let's just move on and do the little icons that just kind of smash against each other. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the Nuzlocke challenge that you yes. can do? Yeah, you know, baking in something like that would be kind of neat. I oh, don't like know, making I'm... an actual in-game mechanic. Mm -hmm. In-game mechanic, or yeah, just just I guess new game plus would mm -hmm. be another thing that would be kind of interesting. 
Uh, but Pokemon always has set one strategy difficulty throughout all the games, or except for Gym 5, apparently. But um, And it sounds like Pokemon is only gets harder in-game, which, you know, it kind of, I don't know. It, it, it's it's okay uh, for people that want more of a challenge, but you have to reach all the way to the end mm-hmm. to get that. It's also I think made one, for kids. Yeah, made for kids, so I you, you got to level with that. I think one game that does it really well um, that is completely sideways is uh, Wargroove. Um, they what they do is not like a set like easy, medium, or hard, and it's a strategy RPG, right? So they have different sliders for different mechanics of what you think is more of a challenge, whether it's more health for you or more health for uh, the enemy, damages or um, anything like that. Um, it's not it's not making the AI easy like dumber or more complicated. It's just handicapping either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. That could be another thing that Pokemon could do is like maybe put 50% more health on, on the enemy's Pokemon. Yeah, that would be pretty, I think, easy for them to implement and it could mm-hmm. go a long way. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say about the DLC is, um, Donnie, that you probably wouldn't have had this experience with it if you haven't beat the game yet. But with me, like I'm the champion of the Galar region and I got to this island and nobody knows who I am. They're like, hey, what's this kid doing at this <laughs> dojo? And it's like, I'm I'm the champion. Like, how do you you've never heard of me before? That must, and like, that must be hard the... for you. I can imagine. Like, that's how she is on Twitter and stuff too. She's like, wait a <laughs> exactly. second, what? No, because... you've never heard of me before. What are you talking about? This, in the game, it's like the same island where the the former champion trained at. So like, it just it it feels like it's not meant to be played after you beat the game. I got you. Which I think is a mm-hmm. little bit counterintuitive. That's a good point. It's a good point. It's very standalone. It's very separated. Yeah. 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 Is there a place to sell stuff there? I think you can upgrade the dojos later on to get like a it, store. Like, it adds a boutique. It adds like a. I think it adds like a poker center. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. Because like I, I um, you know, because I started over, I don't have like a whole bunch of stuff. But I found a bunch of stuff that I needed to convert into money so I could get potions and get pokeballs. And then I, uh, I was like, I, I don't know where to sell. I was, was biking all over the place trying to find a place to sell, and I had to leave. And yeah, I think you have to fly back. And yeah, then... I had to leave and come back. It's okay. You know what? I ultimately I would say this for thirty bucks, right? Is it twenty five, thirty bucks for both? Uh, I, is it thirty for both or forty? I think it's thirty, 30. or forty. I think it's thirty. I don't think it's that. I don't okay. think it's forty. Thirty. I, I bought think. two of them. I bought one for me and Jack. It was forty. Oh, I feel like I would know gotcha. that a little bit more. Um, I much prefer this than them release another standalone mm-hmm. copy of the game with this added on to it. Yes. Because this yeah. is what they've been needing to do for a long time now. So this is progress for Pokemon. It's not enough, but it is progress. So hats off to them for doing this instead of, you know, what they normally do. And like, here's another copy of the game. And they can still do that, right? They can still release Pokemon Sword Shield Game of the Year Edition, whatever, with the DLC mm-hmm. bundled in this fall. They can still do that. that that'd be fine. Um, but I'm happy that they gave us the option to expand upon it. And, and I am enjoying it. But also because most of my favorite Pokemon, I got Cubone and Marowak. The guys, that's really all that matters. Like I am so happy right now. So happy. I kicked so many folks to the curb. I was like, get out of this. Get out of this party. You're done here. Okay. You're done. Like I'm a Hitmonchan and I'm a champ away from being set. Cub Fu is awesome. Oh, he is so cute. My, my son was like, uh, who are you going to evolve him into? I was like, nobody. He's like, what? I was like, no, really? Level 100 Cub Fu. He's awesome. You have to for the story. You have to grab another one. You got I'm on hack. a bad run, guys, of things that video game stories are making me do. 
and you and that's can't breed them either. For other things happening later, you know, my son, by the way, is uh, he's all in it. I'm really proud cool. of his fandom and his geekdom. He is in YouTube land, telling me about special elite stats and trainer this and breeding that. Mm. I was like, okay, yeah, have fun. You know, like him. yeah, he's, he's, he's all in it. Yeah, he's a way better Pokemon player than I'll ever be. Like he's deep into it, and that's another thing for that challenge question. You know, like there's, you can make a lot of Pokemon. You can make the game kind of what you want it. You can be as simple as me, you know, like a, a school age child that just wants to become the champ, or you can go as far as, you know, crafting the most elite team with the elite stats that you could possibly ever find. So I, I'm enjoying it. Anything else, yeah. Rebecca? That's pretty much all. What uh, about you, quick Garrett? Question. Quick question. Uh, is the DLC, you know, it's separate. It's Sword and Shield DLC. Is there any difference with them, though? Uh, that I don't know. I imagine the trainers are different, right? We have different it, versions. Yeah, we there's have different the trainers. different rival. We, you different have rivals. Avery. I have Clara. Okay. But okay. mostly, you don't get probably it. a couple exclusive, you know, exclusive Pokemon. I think it's weird. It's I did see the headline the on Twitter that it's super weird that Nintendo is releasing like you have to buy the correct version of DLC for the game yeah. you have. I've already seen people buy the wrong one, and and they're saying that if you do, like they're not refunding you. Yeah, no, no, they are. Uh, are that, they? that was yeah, that was just a false post on, Good, on Reddit because I was like, yeah. that's garbage. Yeah, I I think it's very easy to pick the wrong one, so they should. Yeah. Why? Yeah, they call up Nintendo and they they get it situated. Why out. can't yeah. they just buy the expansion pass and it just know the game you're on? I don't know. Make everybody buy it from inside the game. Yeah, Get that off too. the eShop and be like, no, you got to boot up the game and click on it from here so yeah. we know what to give you. Yeah, exactly. That didn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> um, it, you know, hearing from you guys, your impressions of it, it really is not convincing me to go back to both. It's not on. essential. <laughs> I agree with you. It's not essential. Yeah. I wouldn't call it yeah. essential. Especially stuff. because if you um, just want the like the old new Pokemon that they added, um, you mm-hmm. don't need the DLC for that. It'll be you just update your game and it gets added to the base game. Oh, so cool. if you just want your Cubone and not you don't want to do anything else, you don't need it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. But if um, you want Cub Fu and you want to do the the trials or whatever, Cub they Fu are. is worth it. He does a, he does a, like the kick and he comes back and he does those hands. He's like. He's I was like, already oh. darn cute. He's awesome. Yeah. It's my favorite Pretty Pokemon of the last two or three generations. Easy. Yeah. Looks kind of cool. Um, I may wait for the second part or the second DLC because I'm really into the Regis. Uh, I just remember that as memories with third gen Pokemon. Um, I know there's, I think there's a lot more third gen Pokemon on the second part of DLC, what I remember. So I'll keep an eye out on that. Um, but I can always wait on Pokemon. I don't know why. I just don't. I'm not feeling the Pokemon vibe right now. So it, like, yeah. it kind of strikes me as a thing like for the Breath of the Wild DLC, how the first part added some kind of stuff to keep you busy. But then the second part was like the meat of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the same way. Cool. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing more Xenoblade and that's yeah. just all, all I've been playing Nintendo wise. Um, I, I, I'm about 40 hours in. Uh, now I'm on chapter 11. So I got from the Bionis to the Mechon, uh, big body dude, the story, man. Oh my gosh. There's like plot twist after plot twist after plot twist. I, I haven't actually seen much, um, like emotion and scenery in, into a JRPG in a long time, probably since persona five, um, that I've, I've really gotten invested into a game like this. Um, and even at that, I, I find it um, I want to do still every side quest that I can get my hands on. 
there's a lot of still quality of life stuff. And I'm like, okay, I understand why this game is the way it is because it's a 2010 game, not a 2020 game. Um, it's not optimizing my equipment or it's not like, hey, these are all the quests you're going to accept right now. But it's still it's still really good. Uh, the worlds are massive and, and really outlandish. And um, I'm I'm looking forward, man. I'm looking forward for more Xenoblade. Uh, but really, that's all I've been doing uh, switch wise. It makes uh, me really, really happy to hear that. And I, I'm so excited when people find the original Xenoblade because I think it's way better than the others. Personally, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. other folks may disagree, but personally, I, I love the first Xenoblade, which I've said plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I tried, you know, I took a stab at Xenoblade 2, um, probably when it came out, or it was like what, winter of 2017, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get into it that much. I just didn't care about the characters. Um, it, I didn't think they were endearing. Um, maybe I'll go back to it and try it out one more time. Um, after I'm done with Xenoblade and, and probably a huge break, I'll probably go to Pokemon and any other backlog I have in Nintendo. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm still, still chugging along with it. Cool. And yep. Um, I'm playing Pokemon. That's really, I'm playing. I'm supposed to be playing the coma too, which I did get a review code for. So thanks, mm-hmm. you know, big time for, for, for them reaching out to me. Devspresso games nice. um, hooked me up with the code. I streamed the first game. I think it was pretty early on the first one. So I, I, I worked with them before and they remembered me. So they were like, absolutely. We'd have to give you one, but here's the deal. I was supposed to play it before playing a certain game that comes out on another console, but I started playing that game already. So mm-hmm. it just got put off. So, so yeah. that that's it. <laughs> like uh, uh, I think it comes out tomorrow. But uh, next shack, I'll I'll start this weekend and I'll play it. But uh, I played about an hour of it before I figured out um, that I could play another game. So uh, my first hour impressions, it was good. It's it's similar. It's a similar mechanic, and I feel like this is always the case with like these indie sequels. The first game is kind of what they could afford to make. The second mm-hmm. game, especially if they kind of hit on something, if they find a little success, the second game is the game that they wanted to make. Right, yeah. like they put all the quality and life improvements, all the better. Like they, they spend more time on the visuals and everything. They kind of make it the best version that they wanted to. Same game, right? Sense. It's just better. Yeah, they have a little bit more experience under their belts. Yeah. So I immediately was like, oh, this looks a little bit sharper. It's a little bit, you know, crisper and a little bit more fluid. And that was kind of my my immediate impressions. But hold off until next week. We got plenty of news to talk about anyway. So hold off till yeah. next week. Let me beat the game, and I'll come back with a more you know, deep review of the game. Starting with the news that broke right before we hit the air, EA Play Live just uh, was announced. And uh, the big news coming out of this, I mean, this has been floating the rumor mill. We've talked about it for a long time. So uh, surprise, Apex Legends is coming to the Switch. It's coming this fall. It wasn't dated, just this fall. And it will come with cross-play with Steam, mm. Origin, and all consoles. That is big news. Yeah, they mentioned cross progression. They didn't confirm it for Switch, and they didn't say which games. They just said we're working on bringing cross progression to a lot of our games. Gotcha. I presume that that has to mean Apex. Like of all the games that they would bring it to, that'd be the one that they'd bring it to. (laughs) That'd be the one. Like it and Madden, (laughs) probably like the first two. So Apex Legends. Look, I'm not gonna play it. (laughs) <laughs> me neither <laughs> but my won't. son did one of those n64 kid moments where he was like yes you know like <laughs> he shoved his hand in the air he is so excited him and his friends play apex Aww. um they play on on xbox but 
the problem is his best friend only has an Xbox when he goes to like his mom's house on the weekends. Right. So where he lives daily, they can't play They're, They have switches at home. So this is very exciting for them. They're going to be able to play more. So this is cool. If it I runs anywhere as good as Overwatch, I think this is a hit for, for everybody because I mean, if it runs as good as Overwatch, if it looks and runs as good as Overwatch does, that's kind of the bar that I'm hoping that they hit. We'll see. Right. But if that's the bar mm-hmm. that they can hit, um, switch would be a great, it's a free game. Like that's really easy. Yeah. It's free to play. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Yeah, it's like a okay. huge popular yeah, okay. game. It's totally free. So it's like, why? Why not? wouldn't you try it? Right. Yeah, if you're into shooters, just play it. I'm wondering, um, is it 30 FPS? I think that's. I would be imagine the so. Yeah. I yeah. Would imagine. I mean, you got to make some concession. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking Apex Legends. It's a very fast, twitchier game. I think than Overwatch. Um, playing it a couple with uh, with other friends. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Switch, uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a nice home for them. Crossplay, though, with PC and like other consoles, I'm like, that that could be a little bit of a disadvantage. I know with Fortnite, that's the same case as well. The same thing um, that I say all the time. I would rather mm-hmm. ha- be at a disadvantage and have the ability to play than not have okay. the ability to play at all. That's true. Like, yeah, I feel like it probably doesn't matter a whole lot unless you're playing on some kind of competitive level. And if you're playing on that level, you you're not playing, playing on, on Switch. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering how how much of a disadvantage is going to be because this is I think this is a faster game than any other free to play battle royale game I've I faced before or multiplayer game in general. Yeah, I mean it's basically I, like Titanfall's mechanics in a in a yeah. team based battle royale and it's pretty quick and there's a lot of movement, a lot yes. of traversal. You can fly up to the sky into a tower and drop all the way down in, in a blink of an eye. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a good test to see what they can do. Yeah, I have. I mean, I just want to cross my fingers. I have hope, right? Like we've seen Outer Worlds and we've seen Doom and it's like, <sighs> but we've also seen like Overwatch and, and I stand by it. Like Overwatch is a really good port. Like it's good. Okay. It's better than playable. Like it's good. It's That's a good, good. <laughs> port, right? Um, so I, I, I'm i going to cross my fingers and hopes for the Apex folks because um, Switch has been a hit with these games, right? Mm-hmm. Fortnite was that was a big boom Fortnite's when they hit Switch, cute. right? And mm-hmm. then they got an uptick when they hit Switch, and a lot of people are buying Switches because of it. That's mm-hmm. good. That's that they need more of that stuff. Though. So um, Apex, you know, it's old game. Everybody's already had it, but at the same time, this is a big third-party release for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like a Nintendo Switch, this is a game that they're probably going to market around. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna if they ever do a direct, they're probably gonna have a reminder that Apex is in there. You know, like they're going to remind you, like, hey, here comes Apex. They'll probably do some sort of promotion on a discount or a free pack or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. would imagine, yeah, yeah. So like Fortnite, uh, Rocket League, Apex, it's good. These are the, these are the games that everybody's playing, right? These yeah. are the big games that most people are playing. So you need to have them. So good on, good on Nintendo. Good on EA, which has brought us not much. <laughs> so good, <laughs> good on EA for finally doing something. And on that regard, segueing into yeah, the next point, they announced that there were seven games coming to Switch in the next twelve months, including. Burnout Apex. Also, a game that they showed tonight was called uh, Zoink Games Lost in Random. So that's a third one that was confirmed. So out of the seven, we know three. That means that there's four more that are unannounced that we don't know about yet. Exciting stuff. What do you think? Well, actually, I'm sorry. We know that one of them is FIFA. FIFA, So that means there's three games that they didn't announce that are coming (laughs) to Switch. I'm running out of spaces to fill in Madden. They didn't say Madden. I don't know. Makes me think it's not happening. Yeah. Like today I would have been the day to say it. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Mass Effect. Give me that Mass Effect collection. Oh. A lot of people want that. I don't think that's happening. 
You really don't think so? I think if it happens, it's, it's not happening at launch. I was gonna say, I think, I think it, it's happening, it's but an, on the Switch at launch, probably. It's an outer world not. situation where it's gonna come out and maybe a year later. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Outer like outer worlds meaning that it'll be delayed. Sure, I'm yeah. I'm fine with that. I think it's gonna run okay though. I on, mean, the Bioshock collection's gonna give you hope. Yeah, I've done like the digital foundry on the Bioshock. I've watched people play it. That's a pretty good port. Like. That's yeah, it's pretty not sweet. Like I'm probably gonna pick it up on a Black Friday deal just to have a cartridge of it, just because it's cool. Like I'm yeah. gonna spend sixty dollars on a game I already have, but if I can get a deal, and there probably will be a deal because you know the games, those games go and sell quite a bit. When mm-hmm. I can pick Bioshock up for like twenty, twenty five bucks, I'm probably going to just to mm-hmm. just to be able to. Who knows? I might be on a I don't know a car ride somewhere where it's like I'm gonna play Bioshock just to yeah. have it. And the Borderlands collection is pretty good too. I yeah, saw that. yeah. So you got hope. You've got some hope that yeah, maybe maybe they can make it work. Maybe. Yeah. So what other games do you think? Is it going to be, do you think I it's mean, just going to be smaller games? I said the games, got, like, remember we did those show like six weeks ago and I said the games yeah. that nobody wanted to hear. I thought Sea of Solitude, um, Peggle, The Sims, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville. Like, right. I don't all, like The Sims. I don't, I don't know if I see that happening, but I do think it will probably be something smaller. Sims was, was on Wii. Sims was on 3DS. Sims was on DS. Really? Oh, okay. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm just saying that there's, I can go way with that. there's yeah, I think precedence. There's, yeah. But, you know, whatever The Sims is doing now may not be able to run on Switch. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I don't play The Sims. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Um, but when I think EA on Switch, you know, no, I know people don't want to hear it, but I think, you know, EA originals, indie games, smaller games. And now yep. here's the thing. Peggle comes to Switch, totally buying Peggle. The game is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. If you guys have never played Peggle, I saw it in your eyes. I saw Rebecca. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. The heck is Peggle. You need to look up some Peggle. Peggle is amazing. That's a great game. One of my favorite games. And I was actually surprised that it's not already on Switch. <laughs> they should totally do like a Peggle double pack. You know what I'm talking about, Garrett. Dude, Peggle is oh, it's so good. It's so good. The amount of time I have spent with my wife playing Peggle. Like just having drinks, having fun. It is the perfect I game. Yeah. I've heard of Peggle. Peggle's yeah. great. Um but I want it to be Madden. That's what I want it to I be. I just want I a Madden game on Switch. That's all yeah. I want. And I don't think just, it's going to happen. Just I'm one. Sorry, Donnie. Just do one game and let us have custom rosters. That's all we're asking for. And I love they spent like 15 minutes in this thing today talking about, we hear you. We want to listen <laughs> to you. We hear your cries. I'm like, do you? So because dumb. I'm pretty sure we've all been yelling at you about Madden for three years now. And it doesn't seem That's like you've heard Jack. We hear you. Skate four. Yeah, and then they were like, here's skate. Also not on Switch. Also not on Switch, yeah. Uh, and I love the skate announcement too, because and I look, this is just video games. I get it. We get it we get excited for trailers. We get excited for announcements. I got excited for a Metroid Prime screen like three years ago that who knows when it's coming. Like so a total hypocrite here. But I love it when somebody goes game announcement and they don't even show you a logo it's literally just some guy it's like we're gonna start working on you it. know it exists <laughs> just knowing that it exists sometimes could you imagine like better than anything else if they did that like in music or movies they're like hey guys gonna make a superman movie like what is it about like don't know who's gonna be in it no clue we just decided about 15 minutes ago but it's it totally gonna happen the director doesn't even know it okay? right that is so cool funny weird Sometimes disappointing thing about video games, but we can all kind of share. But we collectively, like the bigger we, do we love it? Think about these conventions. I always think about it from like a macro level. 
what other place do people get around and cry and shout and scream for trailers of products to buy? I don't think so. <laughs> like trailers of products. Else. Not even buy them. Advertisements. <laughs> yeah, it's like later. <laughs> Just later on. And we're like, yes. Yeah, oh, my God. $60. <laughs> It's it's strange, right? That's the only it's, way. It's, it's, like a, it's a strange thing that we do, and I'm not I'm not clowning it. I do it too. God, I do it more. Geez, I do it more than anybody else. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I do it a lot. It's right? generally the same from for movies, um, but it is a little bit different. I feel like with movies. All right, so I'm gonna use an example, like the new Batman movie, right? It's got Robert Pattinson. I know his name. The dude yeah. from Twilight or whatever. Oh sure, yeah, that guy. So here's the thing: like that movie was announced like two years ago. We've seen like I didn't even realize we've that. seen like a clip of like yeah. somebody took a cell phone picture of them filming it. So we've seen the suit and they've released like a dark trailer of it. There's no like crowd gathering like Batman. Like that's not <laughs> happening. That doesn't happen until the movie comes out. No, Only at Comic Cons. I think um like Star Wars don't you, Star Wars people get like Star Wars do. Touche. Mm-hmm. There might be some occasions. Yeah. Yeah. The Star but, Wars fandom's real. It's yeah, that's true. But active. but Titanfall. What do you mean by Titanfall? <laughs> I mean EA gets together and they're like, "We're making Titanfall," and we're like, "Oh my god, did you see Titanfall?" You know, like <laughs> look, things we don't even good. know, brand new yeah, things. That's true. Anthem. That's that. That's right, probably Anthem. a great example, right? Because it's yeah, because it's just like a developer that you know. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Strange, strange stuff, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, as I said, Zoink Games, Lost in Randoms, coming to Switch. Now, this is cool. Uh, when it was shown, like when they said Zoink, I was like, okay, it's coming to Switch. But mm-hmm. when they showed it, they didn't explicitly say it was coming to Switch. And I was like, maybe yeah. it's not. But the PR release that came out after confirmed that it was. So this is one of those games. Um, Do you guys see it at all? Yeah. It looked really cool. It it's has like, like this Tim Burton. Burton kind of yeah. It has yeah. this cool little. Uh, yeah. So it looks really good. And it's like this uh, action adventure game. The girl had like a bow. I think yeah. I saw her with a sword, but then her she has a traveling companion that's a dice. Oh, I did see that. And right. then she and they mentioned that like you may there's some chance involved. So you may be in a battle where you gotta roll the dice and like something good or something bad happens maybe off the dice roll or like something. D&D. And that you've gotta like radical. figure it out from there. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's cool. And if you guys want to know, like these are the same people that did Flipping Death, Faye, mm-hmm. Stick It to the Man. Flipping Death is great. Faye is nah, Stick It to the Man. Say. I did not like. Um, and I know a lot of people did. I did not like the game at all, but they have good developer, good studio. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And then they had Joseph Ferris, the guy that yes. cussed out everybody at the game awards. And he, he basically just talked about how awesome he was for about 15 minutes. And then, uh, <laughs> he was just bragging and he bragging. Was, I'm like, he's like, I'm I'm just, like, they're, they're really leaning on that personality. I was like, like, I'm just oh, totally oh, this, awesome. And it's like, we're going to marry story and mechanic together. That's what we do. And is like, the game, it's called It Takes Two, right? It, it Takes Two. All I is thought it? of was Mary Kate, like the Olsen twins in that movie. <gasps> there is a movie called that with that. Like, I, I oh was, and it's like, that's the whole point. There's like two people and you got a co-op working together. And I so badly wanted to be that cynical person on Twitter that posted mm-hmm. a picture of it and be like, how many games until Joseph Ferris gets here? Like, how many games do we have, like, a stealth twins game where you got to, like, escape, <laughs> ruin a wedding? Oh, boy. <sighs> Getting on with the news. Rebecca, tell me about this next game. Yo, Jump Rope Challenge. I, um... <laughs> what in the rhythm heaven is this? <laughs> what is I this? didn't know if I was, like, 
felt like a fever dream. Like, I don't know if I was hallucinating or what, but at midnight, Nintendo drops, like, a random tweet saying, Jump Rope Challenge, here's a free eShop game, like, that you can download right now. Um, it's a limited release until September 30th. You can have it for free. Um, it was created by a few Nintendo developers while working from home in Japan to add quick and fun physical movement into their mm. daily life. Um, I... Um, <laughs> It's. I downloaded I, um, it. Um, um, I downloaded it too. Did you really? Yeah, they are not, it's free. Listen, Come I've done on, my 100 it. jump ropes every single day since it came out, but it's so simple. Like, I feel like. I don't want this stuff on my Switch. What are you talking about? <laughs> you want all the games on Switch. It does Come exactly on. what it says it's going to do. You, you just like take twist your the Joy Con. You take your Joy-Con, one in each hand, and oh, you jump, jump rope. rope. It's pretty pretty cool. You have a little bunny. You can change the outfit. You can have a friend join you. You can set your nice. goal. It keeps track. This is a joke. They're playing a joke on people. Okay, listen. I think it's because they know that Ring Fit Adventure is like you can't buy it on the shelves. And there were probably a couple developers who were messing around saying, like, what can we do? It probably got to a higher up in Nintendo who liked it and said, hey, Let's put this on the Switch. Okay, I hear your scenario, and I'm going to raise you one. Sure. I think somebody lost a bet, <laughs> and they were like, I bet you that if I put this out, I can have 2 million downloads, and if I win, you owe me X amount of money. And like they're that sitting back laughing their ass off. It was yeah. so weird to see that at midnight, and then like yeah. I was like, "Do I cover this for Twinfinite at midnight? Like, is this a newsworthy thing?" And then I told you yes, because yeah, you're so you got to be the first one. <laughs> But then, but then I had to download it and see what it was, and it was like, I don't know. It's it. It works. It doesn't lie. Okay, you cool. Can jump rope. It works. It's cute. It looks like a mini game straight out of Rhythm Heaven. Like that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, it's Rhythm Heaven fever. Mm-hmm. It if it motivates somebody to get a, you know ten minutes of cardio in each day, cool. And I believe one of the sure. devs' um, daughter created that rabbit. Just, That's just adorable. Yeah. I was saying we got to get the jump rope challenge bunny into Smash. Just saying. Mm. It reminded go. me Trophy. of that. Trophy. Was the bunny that we had in the 3DS the the theme game? Oh yeah, that like guy. The, yeah, where they had like the little um, uh, what was it? You, you get all the straight pass. <sighs> I'm trying to remember what it was. Is the yes, it's like the, um, the, the, the the claw game, right? Like you had a claw yeah, game, and you could get game. icons yeah. out and stuff. Claw, yeah. yeah, that's what it was reminding me of. I thought it was funny. Um, won't you uh, continue there, Rebecca, and tell us yeah. about the Pokemon Presents? So we had the Pokemon Presents presentation on Tuesday, which I think surpassed my expectations. Oh, yeah. Um, especially when they started off with Pokemon Smile, a smartphone app to help kids <laughs> brush their teeth. As soon as they showed that, I started to tune out. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. gonna be this, a couple other little things. They're going to cover the DLC. Not really much here. Um, I don't know. Was there anything you wanted to say more about Pokemon Smile, or can we... I just was shocked. I was like, why do they do this? Like, why? <laughs> this is not the audience for this. Like, I no, get exactly. that they're like, we want to get as many eyes on as possible, but this isn't the eyes that you want. I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel like they could probably make the case that, well, it's not an Nintendo Direct. It's a Pokemon thing. So only Pokemon people are playing. It's like, yeah, but these are gamers. <laughs> it Pokemon was clearly, clearly meant for kids. Like, they oh, weren't hiding that it was for children. My son called it Pokemon Teeth, and it was, like, horrific when I heard it. He was like, they released an app called Pokemon Teeth. I was like, oh, gosh. That's, well, there are that's all the memes online about it, which were pretty funny to see. I'm more interested in the next one, Pokemon Cafe. 
Yeah, Cafe Mix. Um, it's one of those ones like Quest where they're putting it out for Switch and smartphones. Cool. It's a free-to-play puzzle game where you take the icons and you swirl them to try to get matches. So that's what I don't understand. I downloaded it, but I am completely mm-hmm. lost in the swirl thing when they were like, it's a puzzle game. And I was like, okay, you match it. And then they do like this giant jungle yeah. thing. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I-, I saw the video of it. And I'm Wait, like, is do it you out? really... Is it out already? It preload. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You literally just swirl around, and that's all you do. There's it no seems... strategy. It's not a puzzle game. It's yeah. just literally just ringing around like Pokemon Ranger. Like, I don't know. Kind of. I, well, the, I think the art style is very cute. I wish yes. that they could use that art style maybe for something else. Um, maybe. Because it's I think good. the art looks really nice. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like too much of a puzzle game, but it's on Switch and smartphone. So Again, I think it's for a kid that just wants to just yeah. use the phone and run it around maybe. Um, yeah. a circle. I assume it's free. It's free to free to start, right? Yes. Are there in-app mm-hmm. purchases and stuff? Yes. So that's probably one of those mobile mm-hmm. type things. The best announcement is a mm-hmm. new Pokemon Snap game. I just about died. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it shows Pokemon from all generations. Um, I think I was hearing mixed things about the graphics. I think the graphics look pretty. Clean. I thought they looked nice. Um, I don't even think that's going to be the final product. No, I think it's early. there's probably going to be more, you know, textures and fancy. Bells and whistles added. Um, they didn't show a whole lot. Um, no, they I, didn't. I have said, I think, multiple weeks on here how much I want a new Pokemon Snap game. Um, they didn't even show a lot of things that were in the first Pokemon Snap, but I have high hopes that um, they will include a lot. It, it seems like it's going to be grander in scope. It's being developed by um, Bandai Namco, mm-hmm. um, which is good. The first one was developed by Hal, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They say it's coming soon. They also said Cafe Mix was coming soon, and this Pokemon Snap by the end of the year. I don't know. I think so. You think yeah. so? Like we can it look forward be. to that sometime in 2020. I think it could mm-hmm. be like their Pokemon game in the fall as they release the second DLC, as they prepare for the next game next year. If it's a major Pokemon game, it have to be sixty dollars then. Oh, it's going to be sixty dollars. It's going to be sixty dollars because people like me and Rebecca are going to pay sixty dollars in a heartbeat to buy it. I know you guys will pay pay Pokemon Snap sixty dollars, but the broad audience and the new people that come in, I don't know. I think what it's going to be, it's not as grand as Animal Crossing, but it's going to be that kind of thing where a lot of people hype it up, just like for Animal Crossing, a lot of people are going to buy into it, but it's not a game for everybody at all and i think there's going to be a lot of people who are pokemon like pokemon snap <laughs> will outsell mystery dungeon fairly oh quickly. Yeah, i agree absolutely, with that absolutely. and probably pokin maybe maybe probably yeah. i think it will because just it's like just one years we've been waiting for that's this forever. It. that's the reason why because it's been waited <laughs> it's been talked about forever so okay i literally cussed out loud you got to think about this situation where I'm watching this stupid <laughs> smartphone game and a smile thing. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching you guys in the chat. I'm trying to look at Twitter. I'm like, this is garbage. What am I looking at this for? And then yeah. I look up and I saw just the initial screen oh and God. I saw that click. And I was like, holy shit. reported on it before the, um, the part of the trailer got to it. Um, ah. right at the very beginning so i saw that and somebody posted it in twinfinite like hey like why is game stuff like did they get a press release or something so mm-hmm. i like part of me was like wait a second like did this get announced pre-? like i wasn't sure 
but I was still ended up surprised. I'm so happy I went in completely blind because that reaction, my son was like, mom, dad just cussed about a Pokemon game because I lost my mind. I was like, no way. Because I've been talking about this game forever, which we talked about on Twitter. I've been talking about this game on 3DS. I was like, for sure, we're going to get Snap. And then Wii U, I was like, for sure, we're going to get Snap. Do you remember how I said um, that no game besides Zelda could beat um, Animal Crossing as Game of the Year for me? Uh Uh-oh. This could be. Oh, dang. Depending on on if it's good. So Grouchy asked, and I think a lot of people might want to know, why are we excited? Because I posted all caps messages on Twitter. People are like, what? <laughs> like, it was just like this anime, you know, little on rails Pokemon game. And I don't, I feel like some folks that maybe never play the original, they don't understand the magic that was Pokemon Snap. I think Snap. that's why, yeah. So Pokemon Snap is, yes, at its base core is a game where you take pictures of Pokemon. The, the, the fascinating, the magic of the game is that there's a lot of interactive elements that you can do mm-hmm. in the environment, and there's a lot of hidden things that you can do to get better scores. So you're scored based on how good your pictures are. And I feel like in an Instagram world, this is a perfect time to drop a game like this. Like People exactly. are ready for a game like this. I even saw, oh man, I saw uh, a tweet that was hysterical. I think Kyle, somebody may have put it in the Discord. I don't remember who gave it to me. There was a tweet from like The Onion or something. It was like millennials with photo degree oh, ready for that one. <laughs> yes. like, that is so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. It is perfect timing, but it really is. So you could throw apples and you could hit Pokemon or you could like create chain reactions where a Pokemon mm-hmm. might attack another Pokemon, it might turn over a tree or make something come out of the water. And it's wow. about finding all of those hidden things to take the pictures mm-hmm. as you kind of trolley your way through this beautiful world and on figure 64, out how to make them evolve yeah it, yeah and it was just all of that was great now the first game was really short this game for 60 dollars, it can't be that it's got to yeah, be longer than that's that that's what i'm thinking right if it's it's as short as pokemon the snap first as I game, can be the first game had six courses you uh, could run them in like two or three hours 63 Tops. pokemon yeah. yeah you can um That's what we did yeah. see pokemon from all generations in this trailer um i think mm-hmm. they will probably include a lot of them i'm hoping it's very grand in scale i'm hoping they do some ambitious things with it like um even though it's on rails maybe make like branching paths for the rails That'd so that like, can yeah. go mm-hmm. in a different way each time puzzles you know, to maybe- uncover to open up hidden yeah. paths um i do hope they utilize um motion that'd be good. Uh, oh, of course that's a yeah. must have yeah, filters filters would, would be like, good i would like some kind of online capability so that we can share our best shots mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. some kind of friend leader photo mode challenge that yeah yeah um decorate your pictures like with that. like different frames and stuff send them on mm-hmm. share uh, send them on twitter mm-hmm. just like animal crossing like all that's good mm-hmm. i'd like some sort of like resource gathering like some sort of like hidden mm-hmm. like find the keys or find the something oh, find whatever be- things mm-hmm. type of things um, I hope that they make the Pokemon a little bit, um, not smarter, but like not necessarily, um, like in the first game, they would follow the same exact movements and same exact yep. paths each time. So like you would generally know, okay, like a Meowth will always pop out of this rock at exact this time. I wouldn't mind if they tried to like change it up a little bit that like maybe, you know, he's maybe it's a bit more procedural. Yeah. I get realistic yeah. a little bit more. That's an interesting take. Because I think but, if we do that, then it makes it hard to share all of the things that you did to find yeah. the secrets. That's true. That's true. Or do speed yeah. runs or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. But it would always know, make just, it fresh and new, they, too. They do make mm-hmm. it grander in some way. Um, 
as many secrets as possible. And it's meant to be played over and over and over again. And that's where the branching yes. paths would come in. That would be great. It'd be cool to do like day and night cycles. It'd be cool to do weather. Um, those types of things would be cool. It's not just like a photo mode in other games. It would be cool if they added some sort of mini game. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we had some mini games that you could do, like maybe there's like a, I don't know, like some sort of, you know, toss apple challenge or, or throw, you know, like shoot stuff out of your cart or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some Mario mm-hmm. party esque little Pokemon type mini games to play. I remember the mini games from like Pokemon stadium. Yeah. I played that so yes. many times. Yes. So like the scare scraper in Luigi's mansion, just throw in a little something to give you a, a little more to do besides the main campaign. Mm-hmm. All of that, all of that is, good great stuff i can't i was thinking it could be super fun if you could like customize your character like instead of just being todd snap like you can customize maybe like however many points you get on photos you can spend those points on maybe you make money and you spend that money on like vehicle upgrades or like cosmetic Mm. like camera upgrades or Or mechanics filters yeah you could do like a like a like a pause like you could break the cart for an extended period of time or something like that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could go yeah. and like you could swim in a certain section they, where you couldn't. They only had um, three main items in the first game. It was the apples, the pester balls, and the pokey flute. That's I hope right, they add flute. a lot more things that we can use to interact oh, with. That would be great. That would be super Do fun. they only show one course right now in that trailer? No, um, they, I think it was, they showed like a beach and like a jungle a area. A beach and a jungle. I okay. think that's right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I jogged my cool. memory because I was going to say one, but definitely the beach. And I think you're right, yeah, the jungle area. So the very end of Pokemon Snap One with the Mew on Rainbow Cloud. Do you think there will be something like fancy so. at the end of this? Oh, so there better be secret endings. I hope they get one. crazy with yeah. it. I hope there's like Detective Pikachu's in there. Um, it'd be they get a lot more Pokemon in there. Yeah, so you can do a lot. I want the like the the um like the Ghost Tower with with Haunter and Ghastly and Marowak mm-hmm. and all that. Like I want that. That'd be really fun. Now they did say I think in the description that like. It's a new island, so I, I am hoping mm-hmm. that um, the areas will be as diverse as the first game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yeah. That works. And then, yeah. like, they could do DLC, maybe. You know, like, you could add maybe. on to it later with new tracks and new things to do. Please, 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 please. But I, this great. is, like, the game I'm looking forward to now more than oh, anything else. I think I'm with you. Yeah, no, like, this, yeah. I like I said, I audibly popped. And I don't do that often. Like, <laughs> you know, I get excited about games, but I don't audibly pop. Like, I was starting to. I've only it. caught that on camera. Like the Smash unveil, got me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Breath of the Wild two got me. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. that moment. Like I was like, oh, oh! Like my son was like, what? Because <laughs> like, that's all we saw. I just yeah. saw the beach, the sand, and it did that little chick, and I was like, oh, no way! They're doing snap finally. Oh, this is great. This is this is the spinoff Pokemon game that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I like zoned out of the rest of the presentation after that. So I ended up having to go back and rewatch it. Um, it was, I think a lot smaller stuff after that. They mentioned how um, they really should have closed it with snap. I think Yeah. Um, they talked about how mega evolution is coming to Pokemon go. It was just a teaser. No information about how that's going to work. Um, Sword and shield Zara aura, who was a legendary mythical in um the last generation is coming to max raid battles if cool. 1 million players win raids before june 28th everyone will receive a shiny zara aura um the fine print on that said players must move a pokemon between home the home app and sword and shield before the 28th 
to receive that shiny Zara Aura prize. Um, so if you are even at all remotely interested in that shiny Zara Aura, use home before then. Um, the, I think what's interesting is that the regular Zara Aura in the Maxroid battles can't be caught. Um, so I think that's going to make the shiny version more common than the regular version. I've seen this a lot more with like legendary Pokemon and like these special events. It's like, Hey, why don't we just do shiny with it? Just like back in the day with like GameStop events and how they were releasing just shiny legendary Pokemon. Like it was candy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then the, they ended saying that more Pokemon information will be coming next week on June 24th. Why? Didn't they call it big news? (laughs) So we all are kind of in agreement with what we think this is, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't, know. I don't know. You want there you want is. you want to guess? I think it's let's go. Yeah, yeah it's let's okay. go, Jojo. Yeah. There were a suspicious amount of generating flushes behind yeah. them. Um, it seems to make sense. I still do think that we're going to get this game this fall. I think that's going to yep. be ooh, we get two games. No, it's going to be the major Pokemon game. I think, okay. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm I'm hesitant about saying Snap is going to be this year. Okay. Well, they yeah. wouldn't say soon if it wasn't this year, right? They did say it was early in development, didn't they? Wasn't that like a little thing at the bottom? They had a sign that said under construction. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know either. We'll see. I don't we'll, care. We're getting Pokemon we'll get Snap. I'm so excited. I can't really think of what else it could be besides Let's Go Johto. Well, you said you were winning the, the Gen 4 remakes, right? Yeah, but that's not going to happen this that's year. Not, yeah, okay. it'll be next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I the last time we talked about it, I told you that I'm way more excited about let's go then the gym yeah i just think i think that let's go wouldn't compete with the dlc that's coming out yeah that's true um gen 4 remakes would they may even give you like a bonus incentive for buying both Mm -hmm. you could work that into like some special pokemon or something that you can get from and i i think they probably didn't want to announce it during this presentation because it would overshadow um the dlc i got you that makes sense that's pretty good so snap moves to 2021 and joins Metroid, Bayonetta, Breath of the Wild 2 and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, all for it. I don't care. I'm really, I'm with you, Rebecca. I'm really it excited. It exists. <laughs> I don't care. I I'm here for it. I'm never getting, yeah. like, I will have a Switch until it releases for sure. Because um, yep, yep. I have wanted a Pokemon Snap for a very long time. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. Now just give me Pokemon Puzzle League, please. Just give me a remake of hey, that. Hey, if they can remake Snap, anything is possible. I didn't That's true. That's true. And that was the Pokemon Presents. Uh, Garrett, why don't you talk to us about the new Paper Mario? So this this trailer like leaked while we were on air last week, right? It was it was on Friday, I think. Or, oh, okay. or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it looked really cool, and it gave us a lot more information. It was totally out of the blue. It looks like a video that could have been a direct. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, the new Paper Mario, the Origami King information. There was a huge video that came out on on Nintendo. Um, mentioned that you know the basis of the story is there's five huge streamers that's holding on to the Mushroom Kingdom, and each are held by a boss. Um, and then Paper Mario has to you know travel a bunch of places outside the Mushroom Kingdom to beat all these bosses. And there was a lot of different biomes, different lands to go to. Yeah, they went as crazy as like Mario Odyssey, to be honest with you, with the environments. Um, and it is a 3D environment in 2D. Um, as well it looked really really good uh and also uh the, he meets companions along the adventure inclu- including olivia which is the origami king's sister uh kamek uh bowser that's folded up and bowser jr and then a bomb bomb and some of them do aid in battle so we will have 
companions in our, our battle arena as possibly. So you um, like collect the toads and it like fills out the, the audience. That's a that's a collectible too. So I yeah. only read um bullet points for this because I've already bought the game. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad because um, Nintendo show I should be talking about it, but it's like I'm yeah. I'm all in on it. So I'll tell you about it when it comes out. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. I have already purchased, so I, I I haven't even watched the trailer yet. I just read like uh, I think a tweet like a like mm-hmm. a sermon. You know, somebody had like a bullet pointed tweet about it. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Yeah. It does and look fantastic. More, more of the combat information. Um, again, enemies are placed in rings as we saw in the first trailer, and you have to arrange them. Either you rotate them as you've seen before, or or you can slide them. To like the other side of the circle. So and those are like them. moves that you have? You have a limited yeah. amount of moves? Yeah, a limited amount of moves yeah. and a time limit to so it. So that's the strategy part. Yes. Um, and once you align them properly, uh, like vertically down or side by side adjacent to each other, you can do some uh, attacks. And I imagine if you can't figure out the puzzle fast enough, then you take damage. Um, it could be a damage or just like a normal attack on the front enemy. It looks like when you align them, you get bonus like oh, attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like 1.5 times or... Or whatever. I think um, this is fun. This is interesting. This is a really cool game that I, I think I, I'm going to get into. Um, and there's more special attacks like the Fire Flower, Tail, and Pow Block. Um, and then the boss battles are completely different than the regular battles. Um, so the bosses are actually in the middle. Um, it's I remember it was just like crafty bosses. They were weird. It was like a rubber band man. There was pencils, colorful pencils. Um, I think the enemies in this game look <laughs> so cute. Yes, it, they look really good. But basically, they're in the center of the battle, and you're outside, and you create the path on the on the circle or whatever in the rings. And there's like you know left and right and up, and then there's like power up like spaces around. And so you make a maze to go to the center and attack them, and that's how you um, try to you know defeat that HP. So I thought that was really cool. And then lastly, they mentioned there's other mini games, there's secret locations to get more items, and then the toad collectibles, as Donnie said. Um, overall, I think I'm more and more into this game. Um, I would still love to see a demo uh, come out right before uh, it heads out. Um, but yeah. Independence Day, oh. right? July 4th, play Paper Mario. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be great. Because there's still like, what, a month out? Yeah, I think it's July. Oh, I don't know, mid July seventeenth or something. Oh my God, next like couple of weeks, we're almost in July. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. It looks like you guys said it looks great. It's coming at a time where things appear to be pretty open. So good mm-hmm. to fill in the gaps and uh, talking about those gaps. Let's get into our shack question tonight. It might be the only question we have because I can imagine it could be a long one. Um, I want to weave two together. So Kevin asked this last week. Xbox and Sony pulling out all the stops on first-party games. Where the is Nintendo? Now, and another question we got um, a few weeks ago from Vegabond Artist that we've had here. He says, I don't care about Pikmin HD Remix. I don't care about Wonderful 101 Remastered or Paper Mario Asterisk Semicolon Deluxe or Xenoblade Remastered Boogaloo. This just isn't the first-party year for me, is it? Okay. <clears throat> Soapbox. <laughs> I'll let, let it be right now. <laughs> um, this is extremely similar to, I would say, the contested debate that I had on the Nintendo Dads right before Nintendo uh, Animal Crossing release. Same, same one. Um, I want to do Kevin justice. I don't want to just be like, you're wrong, and here are the reasons why I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It is nice, and we have a warm cocoon bubble when we have a nice roadmap, and we know all the things that are coming out, and when we can expect them, and when we can buy them. Like That's great. Um, 
And I also think we've been conditioned to it, like in the E3 yes. generation of games for the past 12, 15 years. It's been a, a common thing. Over the past two or three years, across the entire board, though, I feel like it's been less and less. And we've gotten closer to, here's a game announcement, and it's releasing soon. And the yeah. reason that I think that's been happening is because we've had a lot of game announcements that got delayed a long time, and the company's caught a lot of flack for it. You guys remember five, seven years ago, we knew about games that didn't come out for five or seven years. Like, there were all kinds of games that didn't come out for a while. Yeah. And there seems to be some some folks that are upset right now, especially with Nintendo first party, that there there's not more on the horizon. Like, hey, I got Paper Mario. What else? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, where are the games? And it's like... I understand that. I do. Because you've mm -hmm. bought a system and you bought a system primarily probably to play Nintendo games and you just want to know where they are. The thing that I can only say is, um, you know, Nintendo is selling like crazy right now and it's off the heels of Animal Crossing, which is a huge release for them. And they're going into Paper Mario. So it's like they've they've given you like some, some leeway. You already know the next Paper Mario game and they dropped it out of the blue. Tomorrow yeah. we could wake up and know another game. Like it could come at any moment. The big issue here though is that we have reputable journalists that have went on record, like Jeff Grubb, that said Nintendo delayed their Nintendo Direct because of COVID-related issues. They've told developers, this is how he knows this, they've told partnering developers, go ahead and show your game. We're not doing a Direct, so go ahead and release your information however you want to do it. So here's the thing. We're going to get information about games periodically, sporadically, mm -hmm. leading up to whenever the next Nintendo Direct is. I'm going to say it's September, but say it's October September, August, something like that. Whenever the next one is, we're going to get games before that from other people. And when Nintendo finally gets back together and they get running again, and this COVID thing is not over, I don't think it'll be over by then, but it's controlled. You got to remember, it's a different country. What we're doing in America isn't what, what Nintendo is doing over in Japan. They enclosed entire warehouses. It's in everybody home. Like that has impacts and ramifications. And we may see delays in things of their plans, right? It may take a while. Free jump rope games. That's right. <laughs> so like, yeah, so that might be a part of this. And when they are ready to do their direct, they will come back. And, you know, the interesting thing here is that everybody's like, where are the games? It's like, we know them. We know the games. And the reason we know them is because they've been rumored and they've been verified and they've been like co corroborated with different folks. And I know you don't want to believe it, but we know those Mario games are coming. We know there's a Pikmin port coming. Like, if, if that's all completely wrong, then we can never trust any Nintendo reporting again because it's not Emily Rogers. This is not a Twitter account. It's professional games journalism sites that are went on record. This is Eurogamer. Like, if we can't believe Eurogamer, who can we believe? Nobody? Like, you can't believe anybody? So I feel like we have, like, we know, we just don't know. But we know. We know. Like, we, we know what's coming. We don't know when it's coming, but we know. We know it's on the way. And... Again, not that this answers Kevin's point, and this is the part that I hate because I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about Nintendo first party games. He wants to know Bayonetta, and he wants to know, even though it's not first party, but he wants to know Bayonetta, he wants to know Mario and Pikmin and Zelda and Metroid. That's what he wants to know. But you're, you're missing the fact that I've written down a bunch of games here that I am tracking for this year that I'm looking forward to. Bravely Default, right? Roki, Crisis Remastered, Deadly Premonition, Pokemon Snap. It might be next year. Uh, Paper Mario next month. PGA Tour. Catherine. No More Heroes 3. Lego Star Wars. Sports Story. Persona Scramble. Doom Eternal. The Last Campfire. That's a lot of games if they all come out in the next six months. 
Truly, it is. Like, those 10, 20 games, if they all come out in the next six months, that's one, like, every two and a half weeks. And you throw in... Ubisoft's probably got some games. We know there's two or three more EA games over here. There's a couple indie games that are probably going to get announced. Nintendo will eventually... It's not like they don't have something this fall. We might have a brand new Pokemon game next week. Okay. And that's... I think think that's the part that, like, I... How I would respond to um, this question. First, he compares it to Xbox and Sony. Um, I don't really think that you can compare what Microsoft and Sony are doing right now with Nintendo because they're about to release... brand new console they have something to prove with their lineups right now nintendo doesn't really have that to prove um i think you're right that like we know that there's something like there can't possibly not be a like yeah they've got something that's just not showing it yet and it's it's weird Uh, that people are i have to know i need to know now they're impatient it's like just just have and i was saying i was pleading for them i think it was march when the nintendo dads they're like i just i don't i don't know what to get i'm like just wait until animal crossing release like give me three weeks (laughs) e3 would have been what last week yeah um in a normal year like if everything was normal right now like we would have gotten a boatload of information about the mm-hmm. rest of this year sure. last week it's only been a week since then like we're not getting people are in arms we're man. having withdrawals man <laughs> like, we gotta get the game they already told us like we're gonna get information it's just not gonna be in the form of a direct during that one particular week um the other thing is it doesn't to me at least it doesn't matter when we find out about these announcements we're going to be playing them later this year anyway sure. if they have mm-hmm. like their mario sunshine remastered hd whatever it doesn't matter if it comes out can't wait you know, in a week from now or six months from now like you're gonna buy it when it comes out anyway like well i also think it's funny because he does mention playstation xbox and i believe the sense he was trying to make is they're making all this news and what is Nintendo doing to keep up? And it's like, they don't you have to. They're they're selling out. Mm-hmm. They can't keep Switches on shelves. They don't have to keep up. Like, their work is done already. And I know that seems, from a marketing sense, you may be like, they're losing. From a sales sense, they are not. Like, they if they can't even make enough consoles to keep demand, then what's the point of even announcing more things right now? It's like, we can't sell. We, were, we can't make enough as it is, right? So there's a part of me that thinks that also, and I think Kevin's better than this. I told him this. I'm like, ah, come on, Kev. Like he would have told me this Nintendo launched mid cycle there. It's not, Oh, they're doing it now. You've got to respond. They responded two year, three years ago when they released the switch, that was their response. And now they have their hardware and they're, they're moving forward. And I do think it's interesting that this urge, and I mean, I know we're putting Kevin on a skewer and I don't mean to Kev, like I love you, dude. No, uh, I we're not using them, but you asked the question, so we're using you as a foil. I get it. I think it's interesting he brings up Xbox and PlayStation because for the past two or three years, PlayStation and Xbox have had like three or four games that we've been looking forward to the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> like we waited forever on Ori and The Last of Us was delayed twice. <laughs> like it's just like ghosts. Like there's, it's not like they had eight or nine games for the next 18 months and they all hit and everything either. Like for this last two years of this console cycle, uh, we've been tracking a handful of games on both of those party side. And uh, ultimately, and this is what I told the Nintendo dads, ultimately what this is, is this is a byproduct of Nintendo really being awesome, like to be quite honest with you. Nintendo kind of spoiled people at the launch of the Switch, and they were they were equipped to do so because of the Wii U. 
they held back production of games on the Wii U, starting with Breath of the Wild, for like the last two years of that console. They didn't put anything out. It was just one, like very minor software support for Wii U because they were holding it for Switch. And what that meant was when we got Switch, we had a steady flow of content for the first two years, just exclusive after exclusive after exclusive after exclusive. Yeah. And I- as I said, when we started this year, you guys were on the show with me. I've been saying this all year long. I feel like I'm really right on this. It's the only reason I bring it back up. This is kind of a reset year. They need to reset the pipeline. They got to get out some ports, get out a game or two, and get themselves to next year when their projects are ready. They can't like be held Breath to the... the Wild, Metroid, all these big things. They can't be held to the standard that they're going to put out six, eight, ten first-party games a year. That's not fair. They can't do it year after year after year. They've never done it year after year after year. There are always a year in every cycle. There's a year or two in every Nintendo hardware cycle where they build around one big game and maybe a port or two and some third party, and that gets them to the next cycle where they've got four or five big games. they got Animal Crossing at Paper Mario. They're going to throw a couple ports at us. Maybe a Pokemon game. I still think we're still going to, we might not know about the big holiday game, but like it would be silly to think that there isn't going to be one. Yeah, there's going to be one. And they probably don't know yet. With all the things that they've been going on for the last three months and, and the uncertain future for the next three months, they're probably not ready to date it yet. That's probably the biggest reason. They're not ready to date it. Same thing with Par- Paper Mario. They're probably not ready to date it. And that's why we didn't know about it in March. They're waiting to be sure. It's it's mid June. We got a few months to figure out what the the fall schedule is going to be like. Now, on the Vagabond side, I mean, you might be right. Like, if none of these are doing it for you, then yeah, it might not be your year. That's mm-hmm. the other part of it. And in Vagabond, I I actually sympathize with you because, dude, I love Zelda game. If I could a Zelda game every year, I would be so happy. But they pretty much told us that we're getting a Zelda game every year, though. Like, didn't they say that at one point, like that their goal was to have a Zelda game on the Nintendo Switch every single year? Mm-hmm. So like, we probably still have a Zelda game. It might be a port. It might be a you know cadence, Zelda would be cadence of right. Hyrule or something. But yeah. I still, like, there's still if their goal is to do that and they haven't announced it yet, like we could we still have that to look I'm forward to. Man, Hyrule Warriors Two, bring that bad boy! Oh, like, oh I'd gosh. be so excited. Guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it, it's I get it. I do understand that people want to know and they want all the things. Just show a little patience, just a little. Mm-hmm. I think in Kevin's size, he might say that he's been patient, like he's got one game this year, you know, because he's not doing Xenoblade, you know. Yeah, so that's like, true. there's a lot of games that have come out Maybe this year Paper that, Mario. that just don't, uh, you know, he like, doesn't care I, about. I get it, Kevin. Like, I'm not probably going to get Paper Mario at launch, at least. Oh, he's getting Paper uh, Mario. So he has more to look forward to than I do right now. <laughs> he's definitely getting poor Paper Mario. Like 100% no, Kevin. I, don't, like, I do want to say to Kevin, like, I get it. Um, I just don't think that we can, like, compare it to what Xbox and Sony are doing right now because they're not. It's not the same. Like you were saying, we're not the same part of the cycle that they are. And and he knows this. this here's the thing that because I've known Kevin so long, if I know if the shoe is on the other foot, I know he would say the same thing to me. Like, he would absolutely say this to me. Mm-hmm. He would go, Donnie, Nintendo doesn't care what Xbox and PlayStation is doing. And he's right. And they they don't. Like, yeah. that's the other part of it. They don't care. Like, that's not, they don't conduct business that way. Mm-hmm. No, it, they're, it, 
<laughs> it's, it's something that Nintendo fans or, or followers tell other console gamers that they don't understand. Because in their world, it's us versus them. Xbox versus PlayStation, right? Okay, like, it's that all thing. All these graphics, all these next-gen hardware. Nintendo. And it's sitting here saying, yeah. here's a little hand-drawn bunny where you can jump exactly. rope. Nintendo legit doesn't care. Like, it's hard yeah. to explain to them how much they really don't care. And if all it takes, don't take my word for it, go find, like, an IGN. Like, go find a somebody that worked at IGN or GameSpot and left. And they'll tell you. They'll be like, oh, God, I talked to Nintendo. And it's like their head's in the clouds. <laughs> they're like, they're, you know, they're like, so what do you think of next gen? And Teraflops are like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you mean power? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a it's like a culture. It's like a it's a vision that they have the way that they operate. It's just they're a toy company. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the best way to explain it. They're that's just true. different. They want people to have fun. It's Disney. It's not Sony and it's not Microsoft. It's Disney. Yeah, that's why I think you just can't compare it. When you think of it on that terms, it's different. And let's say, you know, let's say the Mario rumors are, I wouldn't say they're incorrect because I don't think they are. Let's say they're not as grand as we expect them to be. Let's say it's just one of them, right? Let's say it's Sunshine Remake, right? And Mario 3D World. I think that's safe. That's okay. Yeah. So you say it's those two games plus the Pikmin and the 25 games that I just told you about. We know Ubisoft will have a Switch something. I guarantee you there'll yeah. be something at the Ubisoft show that says Switch on it. There's going to be a crap ton of Pokemon this year. Even if you don't like Pokemon, Throw that's in a Pokemon. the first party. EA has two or three other games. You got to think, you know, some other publishers making at least one. We'll have a Capcom or something. Like somebody's got something. And all of a sudden we're going to get to November and it'll be six or seven games you're supposed to be buying. And everybody's going to be like, I don't have enough time to buy all the, play all these games. And we'll be sitting there thinking about then. It's like, remember that? You remember a couple months ago when everybody was like, Nintendo's doomed. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's something that I struggle with as a podcaster. Like when I, I follow all of these announcements and, you know, I, I probably buy and play more of them than, than most. And I get that. Um, I get that that makes me a little bit different, right? Like if you're somebody that's just wanting the heavy hitters, you may be like, there's nothing to play, right? Whereas I'm like, you're going to play PGA Tour, <laughs> you know? Deadly Premonition. <laughs> you got to get Deadly Premonition too. It's exclusive. Uh, exactly. So weird to me still. <laughs> so I try to remember, I try to tell myself that when I get into this. But at the same time, as I say it, I feel like I say it often. It's like, you got to have a bigger look at these things. You got to think broader, not in a year, not in a window, not in a quarter, Think of it in two or three years. It takes two, three, most times four years to make a game. So if you think about it like that and you For apply the yeah. you apply the four-year cycle to most games and you start going through the list and you go, okay, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Yoshi, Kirby game. <laughs> it's like we had a dunk comport. Yeah. We know Metroid's in development. Like you start running out of things like, well, what could they do? They're working mm-hmm. on stuff. That's what they're doing. They're working. <laughs> they're trying it's not like they're not making games they are they're just mm-hmm. not ready it's just their pipeline's empty right now that's why i was saying and usually when their pipeline is empty what do they do wind waker hd baby <laughs> ocarina of time hd like that's what they this put year a flood is. in a virtual console games i think everyone would be very happy oh we can't forget our inevitable nintendo 64 update to the switch online this september 100 yeah, percent when they get these pipelines, they throw a port or two at you. They, you know, they mix it around one game. They kind of space them out. We'll have a Smash announcement around there. Don't forget about that. Yeah, we'll oh, throw wait, some stuff our, in there. You know, in June for our arms character, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. like, there's things like that, and all of a sudden, 
you know, everybody will be right as rain. Now, I do agree. I think I think the here's the thing. I think we're I think the frustration coming from Kevin and Vegabon isn't necessarily that there aren't things. It's that there aren't things that they want. Bingo. And mm. that's the issue. And that's the frustration that some people have. And there's nothing I can do about that. I know uh, Kevin's not as into the ports as I am. Like, I'm telling you, I can't be Pokemon Snap and Mario 64. I can be, like, more excited <laughs> for. I am so excited for these. He's not. He doesn't care. <laughs> Kevin, you're forgetting the most important game that's coming out this fall, releasing on Nintendo Switch. Uh, Persona Bravely, That too. Bravely Default 2. <laughs> All right. Kevin hates all of those answers. <laughs> like, we just said Persona Strikers and Bravely Default. He's like, I'm so, a So, where's Nintendo? We got them JRPGs. We got you, fam. <laughs> you know, um, not that this is really news for us, but Garrett, since I got you here and this is kind of your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. I think this is something I wanted to bring up in the Discord and I just forgot. And then I wanted to bring yeah. it up on the show and I forgot. The PS5 was revealed. Yes. And everybody's real excited. Did you find it? Did you notice? Did you find it noticeable? There was a lack of JRPGs at that show? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. It was something that um, stuck out to me because Nintendo has like all the JRPGs. Like, there is a, no, there's too many. Guy, it, seriously, the weirdest thing has happened. All the Vita, like JRPG, yeah. visual novel, like people and audience went to Switch. They all went to Switch. The YSA, like, I don't know, like all the random JRPGs are coming to Switch. And, and Steam as well. It's it's more prominent in Steam. And so I think companies such as like Exceed, Falcom, uh, Atlas, and Sega, like in the publishers there, I think they're understanding now. Um, we got a lot more platforms than just the Sony platform. Um, we got, you know, this, this little handheld thing that can run our games just fine. And we they could take it on the go. Plus, we got Steam, whereas like one of the biggest like player bases like ever. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I definitely think Sony, the biggest. Yeah, I know there was one. Um, what was it? Square Enix like made exclusively, but it wasn't a JRPG. It, it, it was like some other random game. So I don't think Sony in that in that presentation was trying to jab at the JRPG audience. I think they know their JRPG audience and they will probably go over to Japan first. And, and well, and then, that like, audience first. they're probably not the most appealing or like showy games you know to launch a console with it's like check out this top down rpg you know like it was just i did notice it i did because i was watching i was like Mm -hmm. man there are a lack of rpgs and the only reason i think that is because i do think there's too many like switch has too many rpgs now like if i see another party turn-based rpg (laughs) it's like i'm gonna lose it it's like i can't take any more of these games and who knows we're gonna get that direct and it's like shimagon is 10 say five i'm like oh no it's Let's too go. much. Uh, it's just something I picked up on, and I, I think that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I mean, it's a different audience than generally who's watching the the presentation. One hundred percent, they're there to see Spider Man and Horizon. They want to see nothing about no Final I Fantasy. Did I did read that that was the most watched live event or on YouTube? Live, it might have been. Was it live event or live gaming event? It was live, live event. Gaming. I think it was live stream on YouTube. Ooh, I think it's what Kyle said. So yeah, I feel like it's reaching a you know, a different audience than the general JRPG fans. It's interesting. I, 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 my immediate reaction is I, I never want to take YouTube numbers and then do, like make that stand as, see, we've measured it. These are all the people mm-hmm. because it's like, there's a lot more people. Than, you know? <laughs> yeah. I always, I always, I, that's, that's, and the, and I say that to almost 
I say that just to defend my own stance for E3 is that I feel like everybody for, for the longest time I've heard just stream it on Twitch. And it's like, there's a lot more people than people way more switch. Like, way it's more. more important to get outside of just that, that core gaming, mm-hmm. you know, bubble that streams and watches streams and stuff on Twitch. There was years that went by. I never even did anything on Twitch and I never watched anything like, you know, like there are people out there that don't, we forget I think it was like sometimes. 2017 or something like that when I got into Twitch. Not saying that it's, it's wrong. I mean, it's recent. great that they have the highest rated ever, right? Huge. But I, I think it's interesting. I think it's a leap. I just say that to say this. I think it's a leap to go highest rated YouTube stream. Who needs E3? And it's like, well, are these the same thing? You know, like you're not counting mm-hmm. all the other things that, it's you know, different. this press event would actually reach, you know, in addition, because the stream would still be there regardless. <laughs> like, you know, the stream would be there, but you'd also have all these other different channels talking to that aren't. So, I don't know. Just my own, my own E3 axe to grind. I miss E3. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about this spread? It like, sucks. General event? Uh, yes, yeah. it really sucks. The I don't know what's PC happening and when it's happening. I'm relying on Twitter alerts to tell me yeah. when and where to find things. I found and out then, there was an event. The PC Gamer Show like happened. Yep. I found out the day after. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, I guess that and, was it. And thing. then Persona 4 Golden just came out on Steam randomly <laughs> and just like, what is this? So, oh yeah, man, like they're hipster, everywhere. Hipster Pockby in the chat says, I only use Twitch to watch you guys. Oh, wow. That's very See? nice of you. But that's a thing. And I, I just forget yeah. about that. Because I, I mean, and I say this speaking for my own gamer friends, and, and I say it to make my own point, but they don't follow any of this news that I do. They <laughs> look to me for that. <laughs> they're like, hey, Donnie, <laughs> tell me about that PlayStation 5. You know, like that's a part of it. That I feel like E3 reaches those people, whereas a YouTube stream I don't think does, because they're not that connected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But uh, E3, you know, you get that. What is it? That wrap up. Here are the ten most important things that happen in E3. It's Assassin's uh, Creed. E3 and Call is of Duty. so compact too. Like we're able to take work off and yep. like time off to set a schedule to like because we know everything. It'll all be there. Like we can all exactly. go get all of it there. It's all a holiday. And it's now, literally a three-day holiday. And Christmas now, what is it? Now we're all yeah. trying to figure out how to give gifts to each other without a holiday to tell us about it. The Gorilla Collective. Now like, we're Kevin. It's like, where's Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> We've just, the gamer society's just broken down. It's just post-apocalyptic yeah. now. <laughs> I, I imagine some of them are exciting games, but like there's just not the hype around them that it was like in E3. Yeah. I feel like a lot of smaller games would be showcased at like the Coliseum per se, or just like IGN or, or any impressions. Now that they're trying to do their own little events, I'm just not caring much anymore about what new indie games are popping up. Um, that's been, I don't know. That's been my platform since they canceled E3 and everybody told me it was great. <laughs> I, I said it i was like look man i loved like I, I i it's not just that even that i liked it that's not even the point i'm trying to make i thought there was a service that publishers were providing to smaller devs yeah by saying like hey here's the new mario game and by the way here's hollow knight and here's golf story like the only reason i found those is because i was watching because zelda and mario like and that applies to everybody like they have a responsibility mm-hmm. to shine a light on these partners that are supporting them, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, everybody. And if they're all doing these little things and they're all scattered and it's not like prepared like that, I feel like we're going to miss it. That's because true. here's the problem. Every week there are hundreds of games dropping and we can't play them all and we can't know mm-hmm. them all. So is on the publisher to curate the ones that, to make sure that you, we are aware of the ones that you really mm-hmm. need to know. 
yeah. you know, the wild at heart and tunic and, um, what was it? Kenna that was on the PlayStation Kenna show and local, sports yeah. story. Like they all have these standout titles that you need to know about and you should be following. Yep. And now it's taken a little work. Now you got to really dig in if you want to know them or, or, you know, not, not that this is not bad. Just splendidly fall upon them. <laughs> just luck of the draw. Just be like, this yeah. game is awesome. Um, sometimes you that's great too. got it on a too. deal or something. Yeah. You know? Or word of mouth. Yeah. But I feel like you're going to miss it because that's yeah. the other part, right? If it's not on the store page, if you're not checking the store that week, that's another part of it. Like they can feature it all you want. How many of you do you check the store every week? No. No, neither do I. I usually I only check it when I want to go buy something. Or deals. Never, yeah, so if did. I don't see it then, I won't see it. <laughs> like somebody's mm-hmm. got to tell me. And that's the whole point of video game marketing and advertising. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to reach everybody. You it's know? such a saturated market now. Yep. Um, they, they've really got to shine a light on Especially it. for an indie game. Yeah. Especially for an, for indie, an game. indie game. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we'll hold the rest of the questions until next week. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Nintendo Shack. Do you guys have anything you'd like to say before we go? No, Pokemon Snap's a thing. It exists. Oh, it makes me so happy. I love you guys. <laughs> that makes me so happy. This is like um, like my first true like bolt of energy with this crew. Garrett, it was a pleasant surprise. I'm so I, excited. I'll give you that. I'll I'm give so you that. excited. I'm so <laughs> excited. I, I don't know if I told you my memory of Pokemon Snap, but no. it's it's not a good one. Um, I mean, I, I, I understand. I, I think the game's pretty cool, and I understand the mechanics, but my friend played it all the time right in front of me and never got me the controller. So well, that's, that was, a, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a friend much longer. You know what I want now? <laughs> I want a Pokemon Snap Amiibo. I want the little cart <gasps> and like, oh, yeah. like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Although, Snap. Did you see the, the Pidgeot swooping down and getting the Magikarp out of the water? Pokemon Snap Trainer for Smash. St- excuse me. He has a name. It's Todd Snap. Todd, Todd Snap. That's Lord. that's his name in the first game. That's literally his name. What, what do we call this guy? Uh, uh, Todd, Todd uh, Snap. Let's <laughs> go with the name. <laughs> That's so, awful. I never knew that. I never knew that. Hopefully they'll let us brother. Hopefully they'll let us customize and name yeah, our I, own. Yeah, I do trainer. want customization. I want to be myself in this game. I showed Jack the the picture of the trainer that they had us like a picture of on the yeah. website and I was like, "Jack, who is this?" And he goes, uh, it's "Just trainer." It's Todd, <laughs> guys. Todd Snap. I'm going to go tell Jack it's Todd Snap. It's, it's a, like, that's literally it's, his name. It sounds like a character from The Office or something. <laughs> Just like a, like a middle-aged paper salesman. Hello, Todd <laughs> Snap. <laughs> yeah. See, you can see it. When you say yeah. the name Todd Snap, Todd there's a Snap. vision. <laughs> Take some pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we, we got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Good night, Koopalings. Bye-bye.